Hey, what is up guys? It's Devin here. I'm here to tell you guys to keep procrastinating. Procrastination is something that's very underlooked in this society and this world. Um, but I'm here to tell you that it's necessary. Procrastination is basically a person, well, a thing. I guess a procrastinator. Continue to be a procrastinator. Um, basically, a person who procrastinates is someone that puts things aside that could easily be done right then and there for a later time. I'm here to tell you that that's fine. It's completely fine. The uh, book that I'm reading is called Originals by Adam Grant, and he starts off this particular chapter with procrastination turns out to be a common habit of creative thinkers and great problem solvers. And most people, when they read that, they think to themselves, how is that possible? What do you mean? How can not doing something make you creative? Well, I'm here to explain that. Procrastination proved especially fruitful for creative work. The science stars use procrastination as a form of incubation to stave off a premature choice of scientific problems and solutions. As one explained, often when I'm when I am procrastinating, I really have something on the back burner I need time to work through. This, all of that has come from the book originals, and it's basically explaining that when you come up with your first project, your first thought, um, it's never your best, ever. It's never your best. It's always the first thing that came to mind, you throw it on a piece of paper, bam. When you write essays in school and stuff, that's why they usually have rough draft, revised, peer revised, and I don't think they do all those steps in high school anymore, but in elementary school, that's what they used to do. You know, you would write it yourself, then you would revise it, then you would have someone else revise it, then you write the final draft, and then you publish it. At least that's how my school did it. And all the steps are what I like to call controlled procrastination. It's procrastination in a controlled manner. I'm, this whole idea of keep procrastinating in this entire series is about how, how procrastination has moved America forward and how it can move you forward and teaching you that it's okay to wait. It's okay not to take an idea and immediately publish it. Right now, in my phone's reminders, I have about I have about three projects that I want to start, but I'm not completely solid on what each of those projects will be or how it will be or whatever. So I haven't done anything with them yet. I'm still thinking upon them. And that's what procrastination is all about. So I want you to tune into this entire series and learn how to be a procrastinator, a master procrastinator. Adding on to the whole um, procrastination part, um, one of our most famous speeches in American history was written by Abraham Lincoln, the Gettysburg Address, and is a product of procrastination. His secretary, John Nicolay, 
wrote that Lincoln probably followed his usual habit in such matters, using his deliberation and arranging his thoughts and molding his phrases mentally, waiting to reduce them to writing until they had taken satisfactory form. Lincoln ultimately didn't write the closing paragraph until the night before the speech, and it was the morning of the speech before he finalized it. He waited because he wanted to develop the most compelling theme. There, there it is, guys. The most famous, one of the most famous speeches in American history was procrastination. It wasn't finished until the morning of the speech. And the reason it wasn't finished was because it wasn't ready. It was not ready. He did not feel like it was impactful enough. And that's something that we all have to consider when doing anything in our life is don't rush it. That's something that is very misleading in this new society of when you graduate, you must go to college, you must get a job, work that job until you die. But if you graduate high school and you don't know what you want to do, don't rush into something that you're going to be miserable with for the rest of your life. You're going to have to make sure that it's something that you will be satisfied with. Make sure it's something that you would be able to work every single day without pay to do. That's something my band director used to always tell me because originally I wanted to be a band director. And I remember he told me, he said, the only way to smile every day when you go to work is if you find something that you wouldn't mind doing for free. If there's something that you could do every single day for the rest of your life and nobody will pay you to do it, what would it be? And whatever that thing is, make it your life. Make it everything you do in your life. And strive with everything you have to become that and do what you want. Um, Originally, I wanted to be a music director and um, I still, I could still see myself doing that. But once I graduated high school, I went and I taught at a high school for another high school for a while. And I taught um, their marching band. And I started to realize that I wasn't addicted to the band portion of it. I was addicted to the idea of helping, the idea of being able to reach my hand out to people in need and help guide them to success in their life. That's what brought me, bringing other people to success is what gives me the feeling of success. And in my eyes, success cannot be measured by anyone else but yourself. You're the only one that can tell yourself that you're successful. Because successful is a goal. When you reach a goal, you're successful. That's success. So someone else can't tell you that you're not successful. Because it wasn't their goal. It was your goal. You have to tell yourself you're successful. And that's exactly what Abraham Lincoln did. He didn't let his secretary just write a speech and that was going to be the speech. He said, I'll, you can write the speech. But it's not going to be done until I say it's done. And he took everything in him and he used that time to think. He took all that time of not doing the speech to think about the speech till the morning of. He finished it, wrote it, and delivered one of the most 
famous speeches in American history. So again, I'm telling you, keep procrastinating. Find what you love and make it happen. If you aren't procrastinating by now, I don't know what to tell you. Um, But I do know this, that the most famous speech in American history If I asked anyone to say the first four words to any speech that comes to mind, I'm about 85% sure those words would be, I have a dream. Um, This is a speech written by Dr. Martin Luther King. Four words are etched into the stone tablets of our collective memory. I have a dream. It remains one of the most recognizable phrases in the history of human rhetoric. That is straight out of the book Originals by Adam Grant. The whole word of dream, when he said, I have a dream, dream was not written in his speech at all. During the address, King's favorite gospel singer, Mahalia Jackson, shouted from behind him, tell him about the dream, Martin. He continued with his script and he she encouraged him again and again before a live crowd of 250,000 and millions more watching on TV. King improvised, pushing his notes aside and launching into his inspiring vision of the future in front of all those people, cameras, microphones. As one of his assistants said, Martin winged it. He had a speech written he had it all formulated down to the t of what he was going to say how he was going to deliver it and he got up in front of millions of people and he winged it he he decided to do something else procrastination has another benefit it keeps us from it keeps us open to improvisation um it keeps us open to change the idea of it's not solid it's the idea of oh you want it like this that's fine and especially in a freelancing world as in photography videography painting uh, music writing whatever you do that self-owned and it's a trade um, procrastination is key to your world because you must be able to hear your customer's request and understand that it, nothing's set in stone. If you want it like this, we can do it like this. If it's better for you, we can do it like that. When we plan well in advance, we often stick to the structure we've created, closing the door to creative possibilities that might spring into our fields of vision. We start to put away things that could make it better in fear of that's not what I originally wrote. Um, There was a study of pizza chains and what they basically came up with, the most profitable stores were run by leaders who rated themselves as the least efficient and prompt people. I'm going to say that again. The most profitable well-ran pizza chains were ran by people who would describe themselves as procrastinators, not proficient 
not efficient and not very prompt putting things to the side and not not jumping on things in both cases the most successful organizations were run by executives who who said the exact same thing they had no proficiency and efficiency I'm so sorry and promptness to what they did that doesn't mean they didn't do it that means there was no huge hurry to get it done um, it, the book goes on to say in both cases the most successful organizations were run, were run by executives who admitted that they often wasted time before settling down to work and sometimes failed to pace themselves to get things done on time the biggest entrepreneurs in these, this world are procrastinators. And as we continue to learn about the world, we continue to learn that things constantly change. And that's how change happens. Change happens when people decide not to when people decide not to make change, not Changes happen when people decide not to give it another thought. When they decide to come up with an idea, make it, push it out. Um, my grandpa used to always say, the companies that come out with stuff every two or three months, those are the companies that don't get a lot done because they spend all their time making up a new product that if they would give it the six months instead of the two or three months, they could come up with something completely revolutionary and save themselves you know two or three save themselves um promoting for two or three months just because they took a break apple apple releases stuff every year in a full cycle around the same time it's every year and they give themselves an entire year to come up with the best thing that they can possibly come up with and then they give it out which is something that a lot of companies don't do anymore. One of the biggest things that I personally have learned from procrastination is that it enables me to think. It enables my mind to wander, my mind to not be so stuck on singular ideas or um, singular ideas or just the way I think it should be done. Um, the book also says the CEOs who planned carefully, acted early, and worked dis diligently scored as more rigid. Once they formulated a strategy, they stuck to it. The CEOs who tended to delay work were more flexible and versatile. They were able to change their strategies to capitalize on new opportunities and to defend against threats. There was a study with a college students, and they basically had the college students build a building out of Legos, and each group had the option they could come up with a plan first, then build, or they could build and then talk about a plan and come back and build more. The group that talked about their plan midway had way a way more 
sturdy and well-developed tower than the people who thought about their idea first because the people who thought about their idea first didn't have time to see real-time flaws they didn't have time to run into problems they didn't have time to decide that that was dumb because they had to they had to make their decision and build it with procrastination there's the ability to get to a certain point and realize there's no way this will work and you can completely start over which is an amazing thing that people who don't procrastinate don't have they don't have the ability to completely erase it and start with a different idea because they they formulate their original idea so solid and so so stuck on that that there's no way that they will be able to advance and i want you guys to call in and Tell me what you think about procrastination. Do you think it's something helpful? Do you think it's something that hurts? Do you think it's something that is only for certain people? Because I know for me, I specifically, I think it's for certain people. Not everybody should procrastinate because not everybody does it in a helpful manner. So I want you to call in and let me know what you think. The final part from the whole Martin Luther King story is, as King walked to the podium to deliver his speech, even as he approached the microphone, he was still revising it. Just before King spoke, politician Drew Hansen writes in his book, The Dream, he was crossing out lines and scribbling new ones as he awaited his turn. Looked like King was still editing the speech until he walked to the podium to deliver. Everything about both of these stories, Abraham Lincoln and Martin Luther King, screams procrastination. It screams putting off what you could have done earlier to do now. And I'm I'm gonna give procrastination a positive definition. Um, if I had to give procrastination a positive definition, I would say putting off what you could have done now to make better for later. That is the new definition of procrastination. So if anyone ever asks you what the definition of procrastination is, that's what it is. Putting off something that you could do now to make it better for later. Um, The book goes on to say, it was 11 minutes into the speech and Mahalia Jackson called for King to share his dream. It is unclear whether he heard her, but just all of a sudden, I decided, King recalled, he decided that he had to say, I have a dream. He followed the emotion of the moment and and unfolded his dream. By the time the speech was done, Hanson notes, King added so much new material to his prepared speech that the length of his address nearly doubled nearly doubled that's the definition i just gave you for procrastination that's that's everything it is it's putting off what you could have done now to create a better product for later um 
keeps going on. Great and great originals are great procrastinators, but they don't skip planning altogether. And that's something that's very big when I explain people the whole concept of procrastination. When a creative procrastinator procrastinates, it's not cutting off every single idea of it, not even thinking about it. It's not that. It's rethinking it, rethinking everything and deciding not to do this now because I have better plans for it later or I'm sure I'll come up with something better later. Um, They procrastinate strategically, making gradual progress by testing and refining different possibilities. Although the memorable lines about the dream were improvised, King had rehearsed variations of them in early speeches. He had spoken of his dream nearly a year earlier in November 1962 in Albany and and in the ensuing months he referred to it frequently from Birmingham to Detroit. It's all about procrastination. Everything I've been telling you is It's about creative procrastination. And I think that's going to be a new term. I've never heard anyone say creative procrastination. So if you're still in school and someone's telling you not to procrastinate, tell them you're not procrastinating, you're creatively procrastinating. You're putting off something that you could do now to improve it for later. I want you to take everything that I talked about being a procrastinator and apply it to your life and think about how it can apply to your life and think about every time you've turned in something that could have been much better but you were so busy about trying to get it out that you forgot about the quality of it so to end this whole series my only advice to you is to procrastinate college students who have essays to write procrastinate make it better wait You could do it now, but you could make it better for later. I'm signing out for the Procrastination Series. Thanks for listening, and I hope to catch you next time.